Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and along with the Church of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, we welcome you to this edition of Shi'ar Jeshub. Today, Pastor Greg Scalzo will be starting the next sermon in his Through the Bible series on Heavenly Authority. You can find information about our church at shiarjeshub.org, and you can view our weekly Sunday message on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. Here's Pastor Greg. In the Heavenly Authority series, we've been looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 28. We've been going through the different offices that Paul lists lists in the church. And in verse 28, we've studied apostles, prophets, teachers. We've also looked at evangelists from Ephesians chapter 4. Miracles, gifts of healings, helps. And when we left off, we were in the study on administrations. Administrations, the director, the directorship of the, the local church. And we've discussed the biblical words um, that you have in the New Testament. Elder, which is also translated presbyter. Overseer, which is also translated bishop. Shepherd, which is also translated pastor. And we've seen from the study we did of Acts chapter 20, of Titus chapter 1, of 1 Peter chapter 5, that these terms are used in the New Testament interchangeably for the positions of administration in the local church. In post-biblical church history, often a distinction is made depending on how the church is structured. Some churches are structured top-down, some are structured bottom-up, um, and the degree of formality that's in the churches. With more formality, you have the simple terms that were used to express leadership in the church, um, overseer, someone that shepherds the church, someone that is older in the Lord. Very simple, straightforward terms, taking on high degrees of formality as the church becomes more organized and structured and moves away from the simple teaching of the Gospels. They take on meanings, bishop, pastor, elder, that were never really intended in the original, the original text. So we've seen how they're used interchangeably. These are those that administer, that overlook, that direct, that are the helmsmen, remember we studied that, of the church. Uh, and there's really not a distinction when you see how Peter and Paul used the phrases. There's really not a distinction between them. They're just different phrases for those who administer, who lead the local church. There is one distinction made, though, however, in the New Testament. And perhaps almost instinctively because of this distinction, we have then in modern America the idea of the pastor being different from the rest of the, quote, elders. And it comes from 1 Timothy chapter 5. So we look at 1 Timothy chapter 5. I'll read it both from the New uh, King James and from the New International Version. In the, the uh, New King James in verse 17, 
Let the elders who rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture says, you shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain, and the laborer is worthy of his wages. And then also in the New International Version, verse 17, the elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honor, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, do not muzzle the ox while it is treading out the grain, and the worker deserves his wages. The um, word there for elder in verse 17, the elders who direct the affairs or the elders who rule uh, is presbuteros. We studied that, right? Presbuteros, an older man, a comparative phrase, and obviously means older in the Lord. An older, an elder who rule well. Um, the elders who rule well. And that word there, rule, prasisteme, means um, to stand before, literally. And here it's used in the middle voice, it means to rule. Um, it can mean in rank to preside, to lead, to attend, and that attend indicates um, care and diligence to maintain, and thus who cared well for the church, who lead well the church, who preside over the church well. That word there for well in the Greek usually means morally well, to do something in a right way, a good way, morally well cared well for, led well, presided over well. And so the NIV then translates it, directs the affairs of the church well, as opposed to rule well. Part of this ruling is presiding, leading, guiding, attending, maintaining, um, caring for the church. So those elders, those presbuteros, who in this position of leadership taking care of the affairs of the church, do it well, do it morally well, have, are counted worthy, are worthy of double honor. Especially who? Especially who? Those who, and here's the distinction, those who labor in the word and doctrine. Or as the NIV says, especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. So you do have a distinction made, and maybe that's where we intuitively then have a pastor as opposed to other elders in modern America, American Christianity. There is a distinction made for those who labor, the ones laboring in word, the word comes from lagos, and teaching. And that word there uh, for teaching is didaskalia, did Ascalia, we study that, right? We study the teachers. Did Ascalia, uh, teaching, doctrine. Those who labor, the word for labor there means to work hard, to toil, um, to bestow labor. Sometimes the word is translated to fatigue, to grow weary. Or to really work hard. Those who really work hard in the word of God, who labor in the lagos, who are there laboring in the doctrine, the teaching, that Ascalia, and we've studied that in depth. Um, they're ministering the word of God to the people. They have a special place among the elders, 
among those directing the church. They are directing the church also. They're helmsmen, they're directors, but they're doing more than just governing the affairs of the church. They're also laboring diligently hard in making sure the people get the right teaching about the Word of God. Not just presiding or directing the affairs, but teaching also. They're teachers, so they have double honor. And the right, the right stewardship of teaching, and we studied the teacher uh, in the past, requires a lot of work. It requires diligence to know the scriptures, to know um, the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Hebrew, the Greek, to put the whole thing in proper context, to pray and seek the Lord's guidance for interpretation, the right interpretation that it's taught the way the Holy Spirit inspired the men to write it, not taught by ideas that just pop into people's heads. Today we have a lot of teaching many times in modern churches that have nothing to do with the teaching of the scriptures. Uh, the men who teach them don't even believe the scriptures are inspired. But when you have the proper attitude that you believe this is the very word of God and you're given a trust, it's a lot of work to do it properly, to make sure the people are fed the word of God the right way and that the teaching is solid. It's not just part of the teaching and going off on a tangent, but that everything is brought in, that the whole gospel is taught the proper way. Um, and so we have a distinction in modern American Christianity where we take one of those labels, which were really used interchangeably, pastor, overseer, and elder, and we place the word pastor on the one that's doing the teaching or the preaching in the church. If you go into the early church history, post-biblical, after the Bible, um, there's a book by Christopher Hall called Reading Scriptures with the Church Fathers, how in the second century, so you're in the 100s AD, they made the distinction in the churches for those who did the teaching and the preaching, and they called them, they took the phrase rather than pastor, they took the phrase overseer out of the scriptures, and so they call them bishops. And that's where you got the distinction of the bishops over the rest, because they were the ones that uh, taught the word of God. Initially, you see now how you take that and you can expound upon that, and you get the formal idea of a bishop uh, that you have in the Middle Ages, right? But the Bible makes no distinction between the phrases pastor, elder, bishop, uh, except that it does make a distinction here in 1 Timothy chapter 5 that there are those who will be of that leadership, that directorship, who will also then labor, uh, preach, and teach the Word of God. And really then you have two offices combined, right? You have the office of administration combined with the office of a teacher. And so since you have two offices, uh, so especially to them, double honor uh, is counted. And the time they spend is not spent on their own provision. And so you have the verse 18, the laborer is worthy of his wages, which is exactly what um, the Lord says in Luke chapter 10, verse 7. To have the time for them to actually do what they need to do, then the church there, in most cases, depending upon the size of the church, etc., will be in a position to support them to some degree as they do that teaching and that pastoral work as we would say today. Okay, the next section we're going to look at is uh, the qualifications given. And if you look in 1 Timothy 
uh, chapter 3 and there's Titus chapter 1. There are qualifications given for these bishops, elders, pastors. We are so thankful that we have been able to bring you these Bible study programs on WFIF since 1997. Since COVID, however, we, like many churches, have experienced a tightening of finances. So we would like to bring our church's needs before you this morning. If you have been blessed by our programs over the years, could you prayerfully consider donating $5 each month to keep these important teachings on the station. I know these are economically difficult times for many, but $5 each month from dedicated believers can make all the difference to the ministry of Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle and allow us to continue broadcasting these in-depth Bible studies. We believe solid scriptural teaching going out over the airwaves is so critical for Connecticut's spiritual future. You can make your donation right on our church website at shiarjashub.org. Just use the regular donation option, which will bring you to a secure PayPal page. And you don't have to have a PayPal account to make the donation. That web address is shear jash ub.org or you could send a check made out to Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle and mail it to PO Box 518 Branford Connecticut 06405 May our Lord Jesus richly bless you as you serve him <laughs>